Well, hello there, it's Morgan here and welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is a little bit similar to another one that I did not too long ago about taking a phrase that is somewhat common and then really unpacking it. I've actually done two episodes like that recently. I will link those in the show notes in case you're interested in listening to them. I'm starting to notice a pattern here. So this might be a space where I kind of sit for a little while because there are a lot of phrases and I'm realizing that there is a lot to unpack. So I hope that this is useful to you in some way in unpacking this. So have you ever heard or said or seen, you've got this, that's something that I've written. And I, when I write it, I typically say, note to self, you've got this. And I do that for a reason, because I think that that phrase can be taken a lot of different ways. And for me personally, I want to write it in a way that says, this is something I'm saying to myself in this moment. And if it applies to you in this moment, then that's great. But there are scenarios in which that phrase may not be appropriate or may not be what that person is really desiring to hear. Now, to anyone who is hearing this and thinking, why do you even care? Like, why does it matter? Like, just say it. It's fine. That's something that I am just not able to do. This is just a part of the way I am. I hear a few words. It could be two or three words. And immediately I see them stacked, multidimensional <laughs> with all of these different ways that I've heard it, all of these different ways it could be interpreted. And it's not what someone would perceive as overthinking. Like it's not even this anxious thing. Sometimes it does turn into that, but it's more of just this, my way of thinking and being autistic and having ADHD. I know that's a part of it, but I'm just really, really concerned with words and what they mean, what they could mean, how people could perceive them. And this is another one of those phrases. And the thing that brings me home, which is what I want to share with you, is recognizing the ways in which a phrase can be attached to an image. So if you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard me talk about images and the significance of images for me personally and how I try to use images to help me communicate. And this is another one of those moments. So when it comes to this phrase, you've got this, I did try and find the origins of it. I Googled around and there are some pages that seem to specialize in trying to find the origins of different phrases and idioms that we have in the English language. But oftentimes when it comes to a lot of these phrases, they're untrackable in terms of their origin. It's hard to find exactly who said it or why they said it and why we have it today. However, when I started thinking about this phrase in particular, I was just thinking about how it's not always applicable. And there are times in life where someone might be really struggling and it could be mental health related. It could be just something tragic there's that's going on in their life. And even if it's their personal desire to move through that into another space, just saying, you've got this, might not necessarily be the best thing to say. I've seen different variations of illustrations that will show 
a person inside of a pit and then someone is looking down at the person in a pit and they're saying something like that. You've got this, you're going to make it. And I think that illustration is really helpful because it does show that these words, these ideas, even if it's just three or four words, they have their limitations. So what do you do when someone says this to you? What do you do when you've read this somewhere or it's gotten spun into some other version of the phrase or something else that just makes you feel the same way and hearing it? What do you do? What does it mean to you? So I want to give you an image and I, I hope that this can help you answer this question. If that phrase applies to you right now, if that's something that you want to carry with you and it has to do with a ball. So I have one of those kickballs in my house. I'm trying to describe it, but I think if you've ever played kickball, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's these rubber rubber balls that looks like a basketball, but not quite softer than a basketball. Maybe it's used for dodgeball as well. I don't know. I'm not really good with all of the different types of balls that are used in sports. So <laughs> that's about as far as I can get at describing it. But we just have this this kickball in, in the house. And for some reason, I just decided that we needed a kickball. I don't know why. I don't think we've even really played with it, but that's beside the point. So when I think about this kickball, it is something that when I've moved it around the house, because it just finds its way into, into spaces, I'm like, why is this ball even here? And I've picked it up and I've carried it from one place to another. So I'll go put it in the closet or I'll go put it by the washing machine or something. And when I get ready to move it, it's this process of just picking it up like, here we go, and moving it to somewhere else. And when I read this phrase, you've got this yesterday, I had this image of that ball, that yellow kickball, and I picked it up and I was carrying it from one place to another. And immediately it clicked. I was like, oh, that's what you've got this. That's what that is. It's a picking up something. It's saying, this is something that I've got. I'm holding it. And I'm going to take this with me from one place to the next. I've got this. I've got this ball in my hand. And the way that that connects to this larger idea of you've got this. It's this, it's something that we're carrying. It has to do with something that we're carrying. So if someone is in a space where they're trying to get to the finish line of finishing a paper before a final exam, then in that moment, that's something that they're trying to carry toward that finish line. And they have an end in sight. They have a place that they're trying to go a short term, a short distance that they're trying to get to, but it's not something that is abstract in that moment. So what I want to offer you to think about, and it's something that I'm, I'm starting to adapt and bring into my thinking is when I hear you've got this, or even when I'm trying to challenge myself to say, you've got this. I want to start asking myself, is this something that I can carry? And is this something that I can carry by myself? I use the example of writing a paper because that's something that I'm doing right now at the time of recording this, getting ready to turn in 
a, another paper. <laughs> and as I think about that, I'm like, this is something that I feel equipped to do. I feel equipped to carry this toward the finish line. I've got this. However, when it comes to the first two months of me sitting down with a specialist in my autism diagnosis, my ADHD diagnosis, and all of that that came along with that, when it came to that, that was not really a situation where when it came to the larger picture, I had this, I was saying, I got this by myself. I needed someone else to help me get there because I didn't have the expertise or the knowledge to really unpack this fully by myself. Now, when it comes to me deciding to go to the appointments and doing the best that I could to get there and, and, and make arrangements for childcare and all those things that had to go into it, which it was a lot, then yeah, I could say I've got this. <laughs> but to be honest, that wasn't really what I wanted to tell myself at that time. At that time, there was a there was a, a, a sobering reality of just realizing how hard this was to even just get this process going and move through it. And not even just logistically, but just having spent so many years of my life, like not knowing what this was. And now I'm finally in this space where I'm figuring out what it is. And it's very, very complicated and heavy and emotional and so many things that's not something I'm trying to carry by myself that's not something that I'm going to say you've got this Morgan all the time maybe some days on the more high energy days but I'm just being completely transparent here that is not something that I'm saying all the time that might be something where I'm saying we've got this that might be something where I'm just saying you know, I'm just making it through today. And if I just show up to my appointment and I just do what I'm, what I'm committed to doing already, even if I don't do anything else, then that's fine. It doesn't mean that I don't got it, <laughs> but it does mean that this isn't one of those moments where I'm just like picking, scooping up a kickball off the floor that I'm just moving from one space to the next. And what I hope that this conversation does is that it gives permission for you to create nuance with phrases like this to where when you hear it, you can take a moment to pause and say, wait a minute, actually not today. That's not really what I'm, I, I, I can't really quite lean into that today and that's okay. But then other days you're like, no, I, I do. I, I've got this. Like that is, that is the mode. That is where I'm at. That's where I'm going. And I'm really happy about that. So wherever you are with this particular phrase, I hope that this image of carrying something is something that you can carry with you as you move through the day and you start thinking about all that you're carrying. Is this something that you feel like you can carry on your own, like a new skill that you're trying to cultivate that takes a lot of time, but you feel like you can do it? Or is it something that when you look at it, you're just starting to notice, no, this is not something I can carry on my own. This is not a place where I'm going to say I've got this and try to do it on my own and try to make that distinction. Just try to imagine yourself carrying it. And I will always say that sorting through all of this with professional help is for me personally has been a huge benefit of just asking my therapist 
different questions. And that's, and this is something that I even bring up of like, this is something that I feel like I can carry. What do you think? I will ask that I will create that distinction because sometimes it gets very hard to distinguish different aspects of our life where we might be needing to be strong in one area or resilient in one area, but then there's these other areas where there's something communal that's needed. There's something bigger that needs to be addressed. So that's what I hope to leave you with today. It's a room to create a little bit of distinction when it comes to the phrase, you've got this. What does that mean to you? Thanks so much for listening. I'm Morgan Harper Nichols.